Hello and welcome to On Grace, a podcast with Wendell Van Valen and Wayne Hunter. All right, um, this is Wendell. We've been meeting for these podcasts and sharing some that's some of our recent discoveries. Um, got my friend Wayne here. Yeah, this is Wayne, and uh, part of what we do is make discoveries while we're here too. We're just kind of exploring as we go, so some of it may be true and some of it may not be true but it's the way we get the truth i think yeah um we do cheat sometimes we talk before we get here so we cheated this week a little bit um it's a lot of times questions come when you talk about something as vague as grace it doesn't need to be vague but for some reason we've relegated it to that pile of dirty laundry you know it's that's one of those vague things that nobody can put their finger on so uh, people inevitably start talking about, isn't there some sort of methodology to this? Isn't there some sort of pattern? Is there some sort of uh, uh, set of five things we could memorize and, you know, and make work with grace? And the more we've talked about it, the more we've realized that really each moment is its own moment, even if it's with the same person. That if you meet with somebody... This morning, and you have a good conversation, you feel like you connect on a grace level, you're really invested in them. Three weeks from now, if you meet with that same person, if you if you try to treat that exactly like the initial conversation, it may not go well. It's a little bit like trying to fit a standard thread bolt in a metric threaded nut. You can It'll take a twist or two, but then it gets stuck. It won't go. Yeah, we like it when we can predict it or reproduce it we like like things that we can keep in our toolbox that we know are always going to work uh, and I notice think the tool theme here is pretty cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh it doesn't require us to trust in something happening that we can't control or manipulate uh that trust thing i think is a real hang-up for us we'd much rather be able to predict or know what to expect or how to make something happen rather than trust that something is happening and will happen that uh that god is present and interested and involved uh, in ways that really do make a difference in each encounter in different ways it you know there's so much said in the scripture off and on about you know the just shall walk by faith and then it's kind of like not by sight i mean it gets unpacked several different ways now but you literally when you when you experience grace in a certain setting with a certain person, you go in looking, you rely on your sight to mm-hmm. see those same things happen again. Right. So it's like, I, I don't really trust the process of grace. I don't really trust the process of God's presence in this moment. So I'm going to go on what I saw and I'm going to look for the same signs again, Right. which immediately takes it out of the realm of trust. It's yeah. it, it in a sense, it almost, this may be pushing it, it almost disrespects grace. Yeah, I think there's this real sense that we don't trust God as much as we try to define God or, or figure. You know, it's like instead of trusting God, we treat him like he's a two-year-old, and we tell him what to do over and over and over again in the hopes that he will eventually do it, or maybe like he's a teenager, and he just needs to get his act together. He knows what to do, but he's just not doing it. And so rather than simply trusting that God will be himself and that he really cares about this moment and this person, this conversation, this encounter, 
uh, and is really invested in it and then watch for that rather than trying to control it or make it happen, but simply trust uh, that we can be part of what, is all, what God desires to happen uh, and let it be what it is rather than what we think it should be. So we've talked some in the past, maybe not on this podcast, but we've talked, the two of us, about God um, almost flying in stealth mode, that it's almost like he intentionally wears camo and hides behind bushes. And 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 now I kind of wonder if he does that on purpose because he knows that if yeah. he's too obvious that we're going to start relying on what we see instead of him. Right, yeah. And we, we, I mean, we do this with Scripture. We, we say, well, God did this this way at this point, mm-hmm. so he's predictable now. Right. Or we, right. Um, I don't know, we call a big day of prayer, and everybody prays, and we pray that X will be changed to Z, and in that case, it's, it is changed to, to Z. And so, well, then that method. That, right. that methodology yeah. works, not God, but methodology. Right, so. right, right, right. And I think that's how we end up in idolatry is we we end up defining God and and, and limiting him uh, in this image of ourselves or in the image of what he has done in the past rather than letting him, that, you know, the future be wide open about the possibilities of what God can do. Uh, and so we worship this God who looks like us or who looks like the past, and this, you know, we get the scripture talks about God being the same yesterday, today, and forever, but that's not in the way we think of it. I think I think that God is much more creative and spontaneous, yeah, uh, and flexible, uh, yeah. creative in the way that He relates to us. Something that's been hitting me a lot lately is that if you're not good with spontaneity, you're not going to be good with grace. Yeah, you're just not right because He ju- He just doesn't show up the same way two times in a row right yeah and and i don't know if it's he does that because he can (laughs) or if he really does he he told us way back one of your main temptations is to be is to create idols like you just said and so i'm going to help you the best i can yeah not to to fall into that that trap yeah but we still do anyway right because we want to paint him in predictable well, I think we like safety and security so much, and that does not require trust. Going back to this idea of, of a relational trust of God, if if we know what He's going to do, you know, every time, then we don't have to trust Him. But if 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 we trust that He loves us and that He will never abandon us, uh, then we can let Him be, do whatever that looks like, and we can we dare. To live into that, we don't. It doesn't scare us. Uh, instead, it can invite us to explore and into an adventure uh, of of grace and discovering what that looks like in our own lives, but in the lives of the people we meet too. Yeah. Well, it it, it really the long the deeper you dig into grace and the longer you you tr- kind of. I don't want to say get this trust thing down because I think we just toy at it. We just play right. at it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think we yeah, get it right. down. Yeah. But the longer you toy at it, play at it, tinker with it, whatever, I think you realize that this is not based on what God does. It's based more on who God is. 
right. that you, you come to a place where you say, I trust his heart. I, I thought he would show up at nine and he's not here. Right. Or I thought he would show up in red, white, and blue and he's mm-hmm. not. Right. You know, and, yeah. and, and, and then you have to fall back to, but I know his heart. Right. Yeah. You know, he's proved himself. Right. Yeah. And that takes trust. But I, I, and, but I think as we trust and as we live into that, that grace and that trust, it confirms itself to us. It's the spirit witnesses to our spirit that God is present, yeah. that he's involved in our lives, that this is a grace moment. And I think we all have those experiences where we encounter God or, or somebody in something, whether it's not necessarily in worship, but can be in worship, uh, or just in a conversation, or just in some, you know. Could be walking the dog. You right, yeah, it can yeah. be anything. Yeah. And we know that this is, we recognize God's presence. Yeah. He's present all the time and involved all the time, but sometimes we recognize it. And would, it would it be fair to say, I mean, you and I are old guys compared to a lot of people we deal with, and so we, we didn't do, we didn't, fall into this by study or because we're wise because neither one of those are true <laughs> we we kind of stumbled into this yeah and 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 it's it's almost like a process of elimination that we've tried this method and that method we've read this book tried what that guy said we've been to this seminar that taught us this and we, we tried mm-hmm. all that stuff right. and and every time ultimately we fell on our face right and you and you just come to the place where you say I think I'm going to have to just let God be God. Yeah. And 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 start No, I, you just had to put a period at the yeah, end of that sentence. Right. You yeah. can't say anymore. Right. You just let God be God. And when you do, then you start noticing him showing up. Right. And then inevitably people ask you, "How did you do that? How did, how did you know God was here? How did and you th- and you think I, I don't know. Yeah. I, right. I can't give you a methodology. I can't give yeah. you a Right. Yeah, I think, I guess I was thinking about what you were saying earlier and what I was going to say in response. So this is not to what you said last. I apologize for that. But uh, You rude thing. I am sometimes. <laughs> uh, but this idea that um, I think we spent a lot of years trying to make ourselves who we thought we should be or trying to get God to be what we thought he should be. Yeah. And we finally came to the place where we just wore out and tired and beat down that neither one of those was happening. Yeah. And so we decide, well, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen right here and in whatever ways it happens. Yeah. And so we simply tried to trust that God was being what he said he was, that he loved yeah. us and he was with us. And so let's just look for that. Rather Se- than trying to make several it. years ago, you put the word presumptuous. You laid that on yeah. top of it. And at first I recoiled. I thought, oh, no, no. And then I thought, no, that's yeah. you presume God is here. Right. And you presume that he loves you the way he says he does. And you presume that he is good with my, with our humanity, right? Our yeah. failings and our stupidity right. and our yeah, yeah. He you he know. knows he's confident in himself and his grace and his love, and so he's not intimidated by our brokenness or our stupidity or our mistakes. But he's drawn into this story of our lives, and yeah, I think it is for me. It had to be presumption because. I couldn't talk myself into believing it. I had to just assume it was true and then see what happens. Yeah. I don't know if that's true for everybody, but for me, yeah. that worked. It's weird when revelation happens because you stop trying. Yeah, right. Really? Yeah. But, I mean, that's yeah. 
that's you literally stop trying yeah so yeah yeah trying to be you know to be better or to be you know the person i wanted to be or to get god to make me into that kind of person but simply to if i can't experience it here what's to make me think i'm going to experience it somewhere else yeah yeah that this is the mult in this moment god yeah. is as close as he will ever be he loves me as much as he's ever going to love me so what's wrong with this moment yeah I mean, sure, I may get better at recognizing him and better at uh, finding ways to participate in what God is doing, but the possibility exists in this moment yeah. to be part of it. And yeah. Let this moment be the best it can be, but that's not up to me. That's up to right. him. Yeah. yeah. And, and don't worry about moments gone by or the moments yet right. to come. Right. This, is, this moment yeah. is the one I have. Right. It. This is affected, and this may be a, kind of a segue into the next time we get together to talk, but this has really affected the way that I talk with God now. If you want to call it prayer, conversation, meditation, whatever. If I'm angry, instead of asking him to remove my angry anger, I, I tell him I'm angry, and I tell him why I think I should be angry. Mm -hmm. If I'm lusting, if I'm worrying, if I'm whatever, Instead of saying, now, I know this is not a righteous way to feel, so could you change this, right. my feelings, to a more acceptable? Right. It's, I just say, I'm lusting after that woman right now, and here's yeah. why I'm lusting. Right. That conversation has opened up way more doors to grace than me saying, help me not lust after that woman, or help me not be so afraid. Or Yeah. Yeah. I think what we do when we do that... Uh, is we put off encounter with God until we're fixed. Yeah. You know, when I stop lusting, that's when I will know you. But yeah. until then, I'm waiting on you to do something. And what you're saying puts God in this moment. This is where I am. This is who yeah. I am. Yeah. And in this moment, I can encounter you in grace. Yeah. And, uh, and be part of what you're doing in my own life, whether it's fixing this particular thing or addressing something else in my life. Yeah. Or maybe doing neither one. Maybe just being with me, sitting in my darkness, sitting in this moment with yeah. me. Maybe, yeah. you know, this whole idea of God has to, the only time God is in our life is when he wants to fix something or change something. Maybe he just wants to be with us. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, in the garden. I don't know that he was fixing them or making them into something different. I think he was just enjoying their presence. Yeah. It Well, and there again, that's pushing it even a step further than what we said before. We're simply allowing him to be God. Right. He could do yeah. whatever he wants. He's right. God. Yeah. And in that moment, we think we know what he ought to do. Yeah. Which is the wrong kind of presumption. Right. <laughs> Instead of just saying, I'm going to presume that you're going to be the God you want to be right, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks for being a part of this conversation. You've been listening to Wayne Hunter and Wendell Van Valen, both pastors at Broadway United Methodist Church in Bowling Green, Kentucky.